Welcome to Fast Times at D&D High, where magical girl is a gender-neutral term until we figure out something better. I'm your host, Persephone, joined by... Ren. Hey, I'm Ren, and I play Cecily. Nuance. Hi, I'm Nuance. I play Suri. Caro. Hi, I'm Caro, and I play Ollie. And Elise. Hi, I'm Elise, and I play Hudson. All right, let's start the show. Ned here. Last time on Fast Times, everyone... Wait, it says here they took a bath together? They took a bath together? This, this, is the script right? Um, okay, okay. Um, that's a, well, mm, I'm all red now. Anyway, then they went to Harkin's lab where a giant potion spilled onto a table and a flock of chickens spawned and Hudson adopted one. Aw, Ted sounds cute. Wait, Ted died? Why'd the chicken die? Because he was a table leg? What? No, now Cecil and Ollie are off to find a replacement and Surrey is off to face her parents at the hospital with Hudson? What's gonna happen now? Oh, jeez. and Hudson, you head towards the hospital downtown, Hudson with his arm around Surrey's shoulders. As soon as you get to the hospital entrance, you see that there are two police cruisers outside the front, and you can see through the glass doorways that there are four cops walking around in the waiting room questioning different people. There is also your mother and father, Surrey, as well as your older brother, Zal Mirez Jr., who is a half-blood Wanti. Um, he has green scales over most of his body, black hair, and sharp fangs. Otherwise, is mostly humanoid. Your father is talking to one of the police officers. You also see that there is a doctor um, the doctor that saw you before, um, Dr. Lux, Illumina Lux, is talking to one of the policemen. And Typhesia is currently in conversation with Sophistra. And Hudson, you've very rarely seen your mother enraged, but she looks furious. Uh, Sophistra is not far behind, and you know, sir, sister, that your mother doesn't portray negative emotion in public because it's unseemly. She looks unbelievably angry. Suri just stops dead. Just stops dead. And possibly starts trying to walk backwards. Hey, hey, it's okay. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's gonna be okay. Uh, that's not what okay looks like. No, it's not. Hudson, both my parents are there. Zal, um, um, I got you. Okay, I got. You. Maybe we. Okay, so so we were kidnapped from the hospital by masked um intruders, and uh, no, that will never work. Sorry, stupid, Suri, stupid, sorry. Um, you're helping me. What? Find Ted. They are not going to accept that as an answer. But I have a chicken. 
and his name is Ted. And we don't have him right now because we had to take him to the vet. But your your mother. I don't have anything better, so I guess that's okay. Um. Okay. I saw a chicken. I had to have the chicken, that is true. so we went after the chicken. Also true. And you came to make kind sure that true. I didn't hurt myself looking for the chicken. Also true. And then we caught him. His name is Ted, and he's with Cecil right now. That's very true. Yes. Um. They're still not gonna like that. Okay. I'm getting uh, the impression that your parents don't like anything. So. Uh, no, they like a lot of things. Just none of them have to do with me. What? It's... It's hard to explain. But you're awesome! What's not to like? So, Suri makes this, like, wide-eyed face, and then you can actually see her mentally listing out all of the things that she could possibly say. Like, it... It's one of those things where you can see somebody literally thinking, and she's going down a line. And it's a long list. Um, okay, if I stood here and started, uh, we're just gonna get into more trouble because then it would take forever for us to get back in. Alright, well, we gotta do this, okay? I know you can be brave. You were brave earlier today. You can be brave now. I believe in you. Could you maybe just give me a little push? Because my legs don't want to start Hudson walking. Hudson just... Just gives gives her a nudge. And it's enough to, like, make her legs move forward. And she's going to do that. We were trying to find Ted. Um, God, they're not going to like that answer. But I don't have a better answer because I chased a cat. And what am I going to do? Say, I could... I just... I had to follow this talking cat into a secret hideout. That will just make them even angry. Mom! Hey, Ma! You walk in and you call out for your mother, but even before you can say that, you hear... If your son ran off with my daughter, I swear to Sunir above, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Oh, honey, I'd like to see you try. After all, your lawyers are nothing compared to mine. And if I find out that they ran because you've been abusing your daughter, there's not a rock in the world that you'll be able to hide under. Okay? Mom! They both look over. Sophistra's face just looks like untamed lightning. Sir Sissa! Ma'am? Where have you been? There was a chicken. Hudson tries to like step slightly in front of Suri because he's feeling very much like something bad is about to happen to her. <laughs> he goes, hey, look, I'm really sorry. I'm going to stop you right there, small, insignificant creature. Shut up. Hudson turns around trying to find this small and significant creature. Siri is doing an amazing uh, impression of a small and significant creature, trying to get smaller, not working. 
Did you run off with this miscreant here? Do not call my son a miscreant. If I wanted the opinion of someone with a baby voice, maybe I would ask you, but I did not ask you for your opinion. Hey, you don't talk about my mom that way. Hudson gets like instantly angry. Hudson, calm. Take a step behind me, hon. We'll be talking later. Hudson crosses his arms across his chest and just takes a step back. He looks surly. He's staying near Suri, but just not, like, in front of her anymore. Uh, um, uh, runoff is not how I would have- And how would you have put it? Let your daughter speak already. Oh, do you just have an, an inability to listen? Alright. I don't know where you think that you have a place in my family's affairs, but you need to get out of them. Immediately. I'll involve myself wherever I see a child that is currently cowering from her family. I'm not cowering. Sorry says, well cowering. At that point, Zalmirez and who is clearly, the person who's clearly the lead cop, um, Hudson, you recognize this officer as the one that arrested you and Chad, the blonde elven cop. She has a name tag that says McNamara, or a badge that says McNamara on it. The officer would like to ask some questions of our children. I recognize you, points to Hudson. Yeah, I know you too. Why don't you come with me? We're, I'm going to ask you some questions, son. Let's, let's go. And she pulls you out of the room and out of the main entryway of the hospital, and we'll get back to you later. Hudson gives a one parting look at Suri before he's dragged off, just like a, you got this. Suri's uh, return look suggests that she does not have this. She's probably not even in the vicinity of this. If this is a ballpark, she is working at the TCBY four miles away, uh, and probably in trouble there too. Officer, wait. And McNamara, the officer, turns around as she's pulling you away. He will not speak to my son without my lawyer present. He's on his way. Ma'am, we are trying to ascertain why your children went missing. This is not a criminal investigation. Did I stutter? Have a seat, sweetie. We'll talk later. Right now, we have a more pressing issue. This woman's treatment of her daughter. Excuse me. No, excuse me. Because I happen to have some research that I've been doing. You know, when you're worried about your son's well-being and you can no longer track him, it leaves you some time to do some digging. Or rather, have my people do some digging. Sophistra Bezkazi. You will not talk to my wife. I didn't ask you anything, Zalmiras, that's Kazi. Officers, if you would kindly explain to both of these people, what extortion can get you in prison? At that point, you notice that Zalmiras, who is sitting in one of the corners, just like on his phone, notices stuff is going on. Uh, Dad, what what's going on? 
Nothing, son. Oh, Suri's here. Great, does that mean we can go home? No, it does not. It's just quiet, Zhao. I have no idea what you're talking about. And if you are about to out some dirty laundry, I suggest you think about who you're challenging. You don't know my full name yet, do you? I don't see why we would care. Typhesia, I love her. Sophistra's face goes completely pale, and she is not a light-skinned woman. Zalmira's looks terrified. Like, you've never seen them look scared in their lives before. Are things clear to you now? Sweetie. I, I, I um... Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to use your line. It's not your time to talk now. Now, I'm going to have my lawyer come here to speak to the officers. And I'm going to take my son home. And you know what else is going to happen? Sir Sissa's going to come with me. That, 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 that's not happening. I'm, I'm that's not happening. Do I need Hold to make all. things clearer to you? Sir Sissa. Sweetie. Will you ex please explain to the kind officer, McNamara, how you feel about your parents? Don't worry, darling. They can't hurt you while I'm here. Wow, Suri's face just... So she didn't understand why her parents looked suddenly terrified when um, when uh, Hudson's mom gave her name. Uh, but now she just has is pure terror. Uh, and I just, they are my, and they just very high standards to, I'm kind of, it's just, and then with I'm frequently a disappointment and that's that's on me because that's who I am um I, I just hey I have the huh Suri is awesome and for some reason she seems to think that she sucks which I think is your fault he points at the parents I never said that. I did not say that. I have never even one time said that to anyone. I promise. I have all, never. I would never. Ever. Please. I don't. I didn't. I promise. Mr. McNamara looks at you and looks at what's going on. What is happening here? I don't know. She's very clearly not talking to you. She's aimed at, at Typhesia. But yeah, no, I get it. Typhesia looks at Officer McNamara, then your two parents, and says, I don't know. What are we discussing here? Choose your words carefully, sweetie. Sophistra looks at her husband, and then her husband looks back. Zalmira's licks his lips. We are not sending our daughter with you. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, Officer McNamara, I have some files. You Wait. 
this is going to be a much deeper discussion. Madam, I love her. The correct title is Duchess, sweetie. Duchess, I love her. Sir Sissa, go with the Duchess. We will be in contact. You can't possibly be letting her. We will deal with it later. I trust that you will give us your contact information, Typhesia. Certainly. I'll have my people contact you at the earliest convenience. Now, Sirisissa, would you like to come with me, sweetie? Yes, ma'am. If that's what my parents think is the appropriate course of action, then I would be happy to comply. Officer McNamara puts her hands on her hips. I have no idea what's going on here, and someone needs to explain this to me. Typhesia looks at her. Someone will be in contact with you. I'm taking my two darlings here home. We'll arrange time for you to speak to them. But bye now. Uh, that's not. I said, bye bye. Okay, sweeties, let's go. She snaps her fingers and starts walking towards the exit, presuming you will follow. Hudson uh, walks back to Suri and just puts another arm around her and helps usher her out. Thank you, because Suri's doing that thing where her legs don't work again, so she's going to need the assistance. She keeps looking backwards, um, straight up terrified. There's no, She's not even pretending to hide it. She's just like, oh god, oh god, this is only pushing things back. I don't know. Before she gets to the door, um, Typhesia pauses, looks over her shoulder. Dr. Illumina. And Illumina, who has observed all this, clearly just flabbergasted, it goes, uh, uh, Yeah, yes, is there something I can help you with? I'm gonna call in that favor you owe me to check out these two later. If you could come by tonight, that would be great. Illumina looks a little concerned, but gives a sharp nod. Certainly. I will, I will be there. Good. And walks out. As she walks out, a limo pulls up. It is bright pink. Uh, uh, this is, I'm Sorry. guessing you're... Wait till we're in the car. I don't want to stifle you, but they can hear us still. And there's cameras. So, she points at the door and it automatically opens and swings open. Please enter. Just gonna crawl in. Just gonna crawl in and put on my seatbelt. Hudson. Hudson comes in after. Typhesia gets in last. The inside of the limo is white fur. Seats are covered in white fur. There's white fur along the ground. There's like pink accents from lights above you. There is a mini bar inside of the limo. 
and the actual seating is curved almost in an oblong shape so it like waves around the back Typhesia lets you settle in and settles herself in and then looks at Hudson and then looks at Sarasissa and goes oh I can't believe that worked damn what the hell were you two doing it's kind of a long story well, Star. Uh, it, it, it's 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 not his fault. Please, he should Hudson shouldn't be in trouble. I'm not gonna stop you from talking, but why would you leave the hospital without telling anyone? Well, it was really I was worried sick. It was really early, and I lost my phone, so I couldn't tell anybody. I didn't want to wake anybody up. There are phones in the hospital, Hudson. Oh, I don't yeah. know anybody's numbers. They're all in my phone. I'm sorry, Mom. Typhesia puts a hand to her forehead. Hudson, I taught you how to, you know, go about your independence, living your young life, how to be careful. And now I'm starting to wonder if that was a mistake. What do you mean? If you don't tell me where you're going, and you end up getting injured, like what got you into the hospital, and then disappearing without telling me, we're going to have a problem. A big one. Mm. I'm sorry, Mom. We didn't mean to be gone you so You should be. Sorry, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at my son who should know better. I expect you to rebel from... That. Anyway, what did you two do? Did you just leave? We met up with Ollie and Cecil who didn't come to the hospital. And and just time kind of got away from us. And there was a chicken. Um, and I think Hudson has a pet now. Um, His name is Ted. And Cecil has him. And I'm really sorry. Alright, so you have a pet. That's fine. Hudson, you're grounded. What? What does that mean? You're grounded. You've never been grounded It means before. that if you had your phone, you wouldn't anymore. Oh. Also, you come straight home after school, I think. That's how this is supposed to work. All right, I guess. I did upset you. And no more video games for, like... I'll ask Dougie how long's appropriate later. Anyway, Sarasissa, I do not know how long you'll be staying with us, I can't keep you legally forever. Your parents will want you back. But I was not gonna send you home with them. Thank God, well, thank everything above that uh, they bought that little ruse. Uh, I don't actually have confirmation of the extortion yet. Extortion? Oh, well, what's that? You know, it's probably more of a concern for your parents. Just know that... 
We'll talk about it when you're older, sweetie. Okay. I mean, thank you very much. I, I know they were angry, and I don't mean to trespass on your hospitality. Um, and if you need me to help out with things for while I stay, I, I, I could do that. I'm not good at much, but I could find something. Typhesia looks at Hudson. Is she for real right now? You're a guest in our home. I don't want to be a burden, is all. Typhesia looks over at the mini bar, reaches forward, grabs a glass, and pours just straight vodka into it. Look, Sarasissa, your parents are abusive. Oh, no. No, 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 sweetie, sweetie. This isn't, this is not, this is not a question and answer. This is a fact. Your parents mistreat you. I make things really hard, though. You're their child. Every child makes something difficult at some point. It's not your fault. And I'm not qualified to help you with this. But we'll make sure someone will be. Oh, I, I, I'm okay. I, they can just get... How, how long have you had to be okay, Sarasissa? I've always been okay. My whole life, I don't... Suri's gonna look to Hudson for an explanation like that's supposed to help somehow. What? Uh, uh, so Suri looks to Hudson for some sort of support here. What, what, like, she legitimately doesn't understand the question. Like, how long have you had to be okay for? Uh, my whole life, I don't understand. She doesn't have something to compare it to. So Suri is like one of the coolest, smartest people that I know. And she seems to think that she sucks, which tells me that her parents actually are the ones that suck. Cause Suri's great, and I don't know why she would think anything else. I, I, I just, it, it's hard to explain. Um, I mean, for one thing, I'm a pureblood. That's embarrassing. And it, it's hard to kind of explain why, because you're not one T, and, and I'm just, like, my parents have really, really high standards is all, and, and I don't always live up to them. And, and it's okay, parents are supposed to have high standards for their kids because they want their kids to be better people. And I just, I just have to knuckle down and, and, and try harder is just all. Um, but I mess up a lot, like today and yesterday and some other days before that. Sweetie. Um, Typhesia reaches into her obviously pink purse and pulls out a phone. The back is encrusted with gemstones. You do not know if they are real or not. And there's like a little, like, like a large feather at the top for like an antenna, just because. She starts clicking things. So the things that I was able to confirm. One. You were kicked out of Havisham. Yes, ma'am. 
for using divine magic. Yes, ma'am. Apparently your parents were not happy about that. No, ma'am. It says here that your other siblings have, you know, excelled in archery, jousting, numerous other things, correct? Yes, ma'am. Did your parents give you the same kind of support to find what you are good at? Do they treat you differently than your siblings? Yes, I, I'm, I'm different from them. They're better at things than me. You're a lot nicer. That's what I've noticed. Nice doesn't get you anywhere in the world, though. Talent does and skill. I have a final question, and then I'll stop because I don't want to. I don't want to stress you, sweetheart. However, how do other Wanti treat their pure-blood children that you know? I don't know any. This is not normal, and you don't need to say anything about it yet. You just need to take some time and process. I can probably keep you here at my house. I can probably keep you at my house for about a week, but after that, you're gonna have to go oh, home. I, I would have to go home before then. I don't have any clothes. We got a ton of clothes at home. Can't wear your mom's clothes to school. You know, I should be insulted, but that's a fair comment. We'll go shopping. It's fine. Wait, Just should panic. I go shopping or am I grounded from shopping too? Your mother looks at you. Don't push it, Hudson. But yes, you're coming. So yes. much panic. I'm so Bad at just this. silently does one of those like what did, what the hell do you call this? Hand fist the reverse pump? Yes. Hand fist pump. Just say hand pulled down. Yes. Hand pulled down, like yes. That would cost so Oh wait, it's called a fist pump. Fist it's called a fist pump. pump. Hudson is going yeah. to fist pump and then silently say yes. If you say it like that, it sounds dirty. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Siri has once again looked panicked because now Typhesia has mentioned spending money on her. Um, I, 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 I... If you say a single word about how much this costs, I'm just gonna start throwing money at you until you stop. She's thinking. She's clearly trying to, like, figure out how she can protest in such a way that she doesn't get pelted with cash. Like a filthy stripper. <laughs> Already in a bright pink limo. Like, who even knows here? I am concerned about the amount of debt I would be in for this endeavor. Debt? Typhesia looks at Hudson. 
then back at Sarasissa, then moves to the other side of the limo, knocks on the glass. Driver, please take us downtown. We have some shopping to do. Oh, no. Lots and lots of shopping. Hudson looks so excited. He just kind of like gently like bumps Suri's shoulder with his fist and goes like, this is going to be great. Don't worry. Retail therapy helps a lot. Do you have a phone? I have to get Hudson one anyway. <laughs> Suri holds up her little sack, her little plastic bag of phone chunks. I still have the SIM card. Driver, drive faster. <laughs> and we're going to split from that scene. So some time passes and we're going to go to the aftermath of the hijinks between Cecil and Ollie. Do they have a chicken? <laughs> Okay, I need to narrate this a bit. Okay, hold on. No, I don't. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you improv, and then the things that you say will be part of whatever I write later. I love it. Make them make them pretty extreme because it's gonna be its own separate one shot thing. Awesome. But you do indeed have a chicken. I will tell you that. <laughs> now. Fantastic. How, how what's the what's the over under? You think on on Hudson realizing this is not quite the same color. <laughs> Well, that chicken was white, and this chicken's entirely brown, so I'm gonna say that we can lie to him, and he won't notice. Alright. And, and Cecil, who has been, you know, in animal speech contact with, with this new chicken. Alright. So you've got your story straight, right? <laughs> I, would, I don't think Hudson can talk to animals, so I think we'll be fine. Probably. Yes, I do believe I have my story straight, correct? I am the replacement for a table leg. It's more complicated than that, but I really appreciate how willing you were to go along with this. It was that or, well, the factory. You're really gonna like Hudson, I promise. At this point, anything is better. Far off stare from the chicken. All right. Maybe I could find somebody to press to digitate this chicken white for a little bit or something. Maybe uh, I don't know. You're, I yeah. could do All that. Right. Oh yeah. Oh oh, that's a great idea. Before we get there, I'll just put a minor illusion on him so that he's white, and then it'll just fade, and then Hudson will think that it's just natural magic happening. Perfect. Good. I might be a chicken, but I, I I don't think this is going to work. Just, just so you know. What's he saying? I can tell he's talking to me. What's he saying? Ah. Oh. Ricky Ricky comes into your actually. might work. You don't know. Well, we're gonna try. We'll we'll see what happens. Cecil is gonna just fold their arms over their chest and glare at Ricky. I know what he. Oh, that's right. That's right. You've got that the, the talking thing. So do you think it's okay that uh, Hudson's car is at the bottom of the ravine? That's fine, right? Well, I, I was really kind of hoping that maybe we could find somebody that had mending. <laughs> mending a whole yeah. car. <laughs> Super outside my skill set. <laughs> I've got to be honest. 
not Again, that good at that. I am but a chicken, but I don't think that will work. What's he saying? A cat! Yeah, see. I don't think either of us are in a position to buy Hudson a replacement car, so I'm gonna no, definitely not. Figure it out. Oh, oh! I can make a very small car. And tell, tell him that that's his car. That would work, right? I, oh. I mean, it, it. Honestly, it being in the ravine is not the thing that stresses me out the most about the situation. It's. Yeah, I, I don't want to have to explain why it's got spray paint on it. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, hey, let's think about that later. Why? Um, I am just a chicken, but um, maybe you should also come up with an explanation for the fire that was left in your wake. Well, that's... I don't think anyone noticed, but... Um... What's, what's, he, what's the chicken saying? Yeah, it's fine. You know what? I'm gonna just uh, shh, I'm gonna turn the spell off. this chicken he's very chatty yeah i really hope hudson doesn't notice that difference ricky goes meh, 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 meh. which in what well, wait you ended the spell so, so you can't, can't hear it so you see me oh oh that makes sense sorry I, it was the fact that his name was the, it ugh, her name was ted you know see now now cecil can only hear half of this conversation but I, I think can probably infer discussion about gender roles of chicken. Oh, I still have my phone. I can call this a, a, a car. No service. Ah, shit. Um, I don't know if service. We're going to have to walk a bit. Yeah, we're just going to have to walk a bit until I have bars. And that's where we'll end that session. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not gonna have us start a new recording. I'm just gonna tell Derek. Okay. Something also, later. just so we're clear, the notes um, I took were the chicken is brown, the car is in a ravine, it is spray painted, and there is fire. <laughs> Did I miss anything? I also write that it was on a farm or a fact farm factory yeah. thing. Was supposed to was supposed to go to. And send it to me later. From a factory farm. So I can only assume this was some kind of heist, some kind of chicken-based heist. This was a chicken heist. <laughs> chicken heist. Uh, I'm happy with this. Chicken marathon, instead of chicken run. Oh yeah. golly. Hi y'all, it's Persephone here to tell you about the new content we have coming to Patreon. First off, we'll have Chicken Heist, or The Tale of the Chicken, from between episodes 13 and 14. We'll also be starting pastimes, which will be stories from the past, the former heroes led by Varnum, or even NPCs we don't know much about. Tavizia! <clears throat> also, instead of our typical foreman of ass, or after school special if you're boring, we'll be pulling from the Patreon to have listeners guess the specials. Talk about your favorite character or details with us personally. All this will be rolling out soon, so don't wait. Run to patreon.com slash fasttimesdnd. That's fasttimesd, the letter N, D, to get it all as soon as it's released. Bye. Hello, I'm Avalon. And I'm Diana. 
and we are the co-hosts of Femsplained Podcast. Femsplained is a queer femme nerd podcast where we share our experiences in nerd culture, one fandom at a time. Join us and our awesome guest Femsplainers as we explore topics such as... Toonami, D&D, accessibility in LARPing, Buffy, Animorphs, Dragon Age, Coheed and Cambria, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Peter Pan. You get the idea. Wow, I'm really proud of you. Uh, (laughs) That was a lot. Uh, You can find us currently wherever podcasts are podcasting. Now enjoy this podcast, which is almost certainly better than ours. Bye. heroes and god knows what they actually did at that chicken farm slash factory but maybe you'll find out someday return do you drop off the chicken at husband's first yes well well actually you're gonna we don't know that they're not at the hospital because we are under the assumption that they oh i think that we can assume safely that they went home by now Right, it's been a couple hours at least. Uh, in fact, you probably would get a a text. A text for... I have a phone again. Ah! Ollie like lights up, starts texting. Also, by the time you walk back, it's definitely like midnight, one a.m. At Hudson's for a while? Question mark. Great. Things weird, but Hudson is letting me stay over, so that's great, right? Question mark. Yes. There is a group text after Suri sends her saying that she has a new phone. And it's Hudson's that says, new phone, who this? Hudson, I'm texting right next to you in the car. Oh! Also, as soon as you send that text, your phone is plucked out of your hands by Dyphesia. <gasps> That's right. Damn it. Should I give my phone up too? Am I grounded while I'm here? Oh, sweetie, no. You've gone through enough. But Hudson, you can have this back after I put the locks on it. We have a chicken. Should we stop by? You are getting these texts when you're still walking, (laughs) by the way. You would not be anywhere near Caden's proper yet. Uh. Oh, but you have service, so you can call someone. Oh, Oh, yeah, okay, then I'll do that. Hudson is grounded right now, and I don't think he's allowed to have friends over. Except me, I guess. Um, I'm a different case. Uh, but maybe at school on Monday? Can you bring a chicken to school on Monday? Cecil, do you want to hold on to this chicken until we can give it to Hudson? I guess he's grounded? Sure. Yeah, I... Okay. I will... Cecil will hold on to the chicken. Ted. Thank you so much. You're the best. Gotta go. I think I'm making Hudson jealous. Hudson's just like, arms crossed. He's very surly. (laughs) I mean, clearly. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Ollie. <laughs> Poor Ollie. Is this a this is a group text, right, to be clear? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cecil will sort of casually glance at it. Make a shrug kind of expression slash face. Well, we got a car coming, so whew, good. Uh back to your place then, yeah? My place. Oh yes, yes, yes. Right. Chicken. Yes. So a car comes and you get in. It's not the same driver as before because that would be weird. And you get in and drive home. Um, first, the driver drops off Ollie and then brings Cecil and the new chicken friend, Ted Two, to your home. It is about 1.30 in the morning at this point. Cecil will go inside. And without using the animal talking spell, is just going to be sort of casually talking in the direction of the chicken. Uh, Alright, I'm going to... I mean, I don't really want you to make a mess. Can I put you in a... No, a box is probably cruel. Um, Can I just trust you to... If you're going to do anything, do it on a piece of newspaper or something. Oh, right, you can't talk to me right now. Um, that That's okay. So, uh... Buck, 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 buck. Here's a pillow. Buck, buck. Um, and... And, uh... And lays out some newspaper. That's where you uh, should go. If you have to go, you know, uh, go. Buck, buck, buck. Uh, and here's some water. And... And we'll get you to the person that you're going to live with soon. The chicken sort of like scratches at the pillow and then raises its beak in the air and just plops down very prim. Yeah, it's a good pillow. All right. Um, I'm going to go to bed. Maybe I'll just shower. No, I'm just going to go to bed. Good night, chicken. It's head. Oh, Cecil, darling, you're not going to bed anytime soon. Oh, hi. And you turn around and see your mother with her arms crossed, lights the um flips the switch in the kitchen and is staring at you i thought you were at work (laughs) where in the hells have you been oh i've been at work and then i got a call saying that someone had gotten caught in the goddamn landslide who would your classmate kenneth gave me a call yes kenneth was caught in the i guess i what else did kenneth say that you fell. I was... Mom. If the hospital hadn't called me and told me that you were safe, I would have lost my mind. I was already losing my mind. I had the police here. I ha- we were looking all over town for you. Where? Mom, it's a landslide. I cannot lose you two. I... I'm good with... Do you understand that? I can't. I'm good with rocks. I cannot are not a big deal and they tried to admit me at the hospital and I told them the rocks weren't a big deal I really only just kind of scuffed my elbow see it's just like a little scratch and they were trying to admit me and
and they said that it was going to cost a lot of money, and so I didn't. Because, you know, uh, that would have been irresponsible. And... You know what happened when I got that phone call? I was at work. It been a day later that I got that call. But I don't know if you were home, if you had come home, or whatever. And then I came back and you weren't here. But I was home last night. Look. I, I'm not around enough. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think it mattered. I came home after the hospital. I guess I must have missed you. But I. You always matter. Because it was such a non-issue. Because I'm good with rocks. Everything's fine. I have a chicken now. I mean, it's temporary chicken. It's not gonna poop on the floor. I, I'm, I'm. Temporary chicken. Temporary chicken's a bucket of fried chicken, no, honey. That's a living, breathing creature. Please don't eat it. I didn't say I was gonna eat it. What? What is going on with you? You've been acting. It's just really late, and I'm tired. You're really late, and you're tired. <laughs> Okay, that that's that's understandable. But you I mean, you walked in on me and I was talking to a chicken. That's not really something that is all that normal. Clearly, I'm sleep deprived and I, you know, overworked. The new school is is you know, very different kinds of classes and they don't have a lot of the stuff that I'm used to, so it's an adjustment and I've got to study meditating to trees and things and that's weird and Cecil, you're grounded. What? You're grounded. I've never... This is the first time for everything, honey. And not telling me where you are for two days? Or what but happened? But I was here! Any... Last night! I know. And I did... I know that now, and I didn't know when I came home. You know why? Because I was so tired. And I didn't hear anything. And... Your mother starts crying. Just straight up bawling. I... Honey, go to bed. You can't ground me just because you didn't notice that I was here. Because I was here, I wasn't missing, and you just didn't notice. Did you and tell me? Runs did, into did the, you tell runs me what into happened? The bedroom and slams the door. Opens it back up again. I was here! Slams the door. Mamahu above, I don't know what I'm gonna do. If you'd like to know before you go off to bed, your brother will be here tomorrow afternoon. Is is in the bed with the pillow that is left over ears just just shoved into the bed. Probably like that thing where they, you know, they slam their face just into the covers and just do that kind of like muffled, frustrated scream into the blankets. And with that, the day comes to a close. Uh, Ollie, you do, this doesn't need to be in there, I don't think, but you basically get back and Grizz is not surprised that you're back that late. <laughs> Just like, hey, go to sleep. <laughs> Time passes. It's now Monday. <laughs> um, 
And despite having a hell of a weekend, and despite being tired, you all have school in the morning. And you best believe that, you best believe, Hudson, that your mother is the one who wakes you up that day and watches you go. But when you go to get your car, it's not Wait, there. does she get up at five to come to the gym? Are you grounded from the gym? Oh my god. Oh my god. There's a lock on the gym door. <laughs> Suri just distantly hears. Like... Suri wakes up in bed like, what is that ungodly wailing? It's five o'clock in the morning. Uh, Suri, you've been set up in one of the guest rooms, which is extremely lavish and still so very pink. Suri feels vastly uh, out of place. This is a fancy place. She is not a fancy girl. You also have in front of the bed, which does have a white canopy on it, because why wouldn't it, that there are just bags and bags of clothing. Suri did not get her way with the clothing because Suri was like, oh, look, this oversized skirt, that looks like that would be good. And then Typhesia would just be like, but what if we did something with tailoring and fitted? And Suri's like, oh, no, that sounds terrible. And yet Typhesia was paying. So Typhesia won. So she definitely didn't buy you anything that looked like a party <laughs> outfit. She's not going to force you out of your comfort no, zone. No, no. Not that I far figure anyway. Suri kind of comes downstairs in like uh, probably a knee length skirt, knee socks, loafers, uh, a button down shirt that is tailored and fitted, and then maybe like a, uh, a cardigan over that. So she looks nice. She looks, she looks a little weirded out, but she, it, it is, it's still a very like staid and kind of polite outfit. It just has been tailored it fits so when you get down to the table i don't know if hudson's there yet but you see is hudson there yeah so uh when you come downstairs hudson's in the kitchen he's sitting at the table he looks he looks haunted (laughs) um he's not dressed like scrubby by anyone else's like definition of scrubby but he is just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt is this his rebellion no he's just sad this is like (laughs) okay oh this is his depressed gear yeah his t-shirt's not like one of his nice crisp white v-necks it's just like a plain black fitted t-shirt that's still i feel like it just has a sad like a frowny emoji on the middle it's just like it's probably like one of those like it's got like a little thing up here two little like x's and like a little frowny face you can't say a little. Oh, sorry. Thing up it's here. got like a little, um, you know, like the the alligator polo shirts that have like the little embossed, like so. It's mm-hmm. like that up in the upper corner of the shirt. Just a small brownie face. face. <laughs> um, so Typhesia is sitting at the large dining room table, has coffee in one hand, um, and is wearing a pink robe, very fluffy. To her right is Klaus, the photographer, and to her left is. David and then who are both Genasi. David is the fire Genasi that helped Cecil and Suri get ready. And then Klaus is, I'm sorry. 
Klaus is the fire genasi that was the photographer um, that was taking photos of Typhesia in the first event. And then David is the air genasi that helped with Cecil and Suri getting ready. There's also another person across the way that you don't recognize, this tall dude with dark hair, light eyes. Hudson, who's that? Uh, Hudson looks up as if he's just noticing this guy for the first time. Does he recognize him at all? Oh. Nope. I don't know. And then he looks back down. <laughs> he looks back down. <laughs> don't worry about him, he's new. This new person does not seem to face Hudson, like, in the least. It's just like... Suri's just gonna be cool about this. This is co Suri's cool face. Suri's just super cool with all the things. Now, don't forget, right home after school, sweet. Okay, mom. <sighs> Suri, I'll be having a conversation with your parents later today. O okay. Uh, can, uh, even while Hudson is grounded, can our study group meet? Something is telling me I really should say no. Dougie, Dougie, what's your opinion? And Dougie just appears from like below, just like rises out from like somewhere, just like appears. Well, madam, typically, no, you would not be allowed guests, but if it's a study group, all right, they can come. You're not to go anywhere else though. Hudson looks slightly less forlorn. Uh, Suri is shaking her head because even though she's technically not grounded, she's still gonna obey the same general rules. Now, Hudson, one thing we didn't cover is where is your car? Oh! Uh, Hudson looks like he's actively trying to remember what happened to the car. We drove it to the party. I think it's still just on the side of the... in the parking lot? I just haven't gone back to get it. I'll send someone to get it later. Dougie, can you drive them, please? <laughs> sure, madam. I would be happy to drive them. Come Thanks, along. Dougie. Thank you. You're Love welcome, you, young master. Thank you very much, sir. Make good choices this time, sweetie. Okay, I love you. Mwah. He hugs his mom. Love you too. Certainly, but he hugs his mother. Teenagers are so moody. Takes a sip of her coffee. And you go off to school. Ollie, you probably have no problems getting to school. Nope. So Ollie heads right there. Cecil, on the other hand, when you wake up, you get out of your room and your mother is sitting at the kitchen table. That is a very rare sight these days. <clears throat> Morning, honey. I have to go to school. Look, can you wait a second? They're a lot more strict about being late at this school. 
Don, we gotta talk about this. What? I haven't been around enough. I know that. And I know you've been able to handle yourself by yourself, but you shouldn't have had to. Um... I'm gonna be quitting my job at the factory. The hours there are less flexible than at the restaurant. Can we handle that? We ain't gonna handle nothing, sweetheart. I'm gonna handle whatever we need to do. You just worry your little head about doing well in school and not getting into trouble again, okay? Honey. Getting stuck in an avalanche, I call trouble. I'm still not sure how you got out of there. I know that you're a druid, and I know that you can move Earth, but... Where's your phone, honey? Sighs heavily. Hands the phone over. I'm not going to take this away from you. I'm just going to remind you, this is a phone. You know how to use it. All right, baby? I was a turtle. Honey, I know you can't maintain that form forever. Call me next time. Fine. Fine and good enough. Yes. Thank you. Here's your phone back. We'll talk about what this all means when you get home from school, okay? Yeah. All right. Now run along. I love you. Yeah, you too. And Cecil goes to school. Oh, can I have like fed the chicken? <laughs> I thought you were bringing oh, the chicken bring you? with okay. you. Okay. Yep. It's up no, to you. I, I, I you have the put the chicken into my backpack, I guess, with like the top open. Pop the set up. Bacac! Yeah, yeah. And Cecil heads to school. Ted, too, is a very well behaved chicken bitter because okay. the implication that Cecil had got in trouble in the first place when Cecil still firmly denies that they had anything to do with that weird interaction in the park that got them kicked out of the school and they're still pretty unhappy about it. Anyway. Surly Cecil. Such a teenager. So, <laughs> such a teenager. I think Cecil might be the most teenager-y teenager. I, I, love, I love them so much. The important thing, though, okay. was that they did tell their mom that they loved her. They said, you mm-hmm. too. Oh. <laughs> they didn't say the whole thing. Oh, no. Still surly so teenager. Funny, such, such a teenager. Such a brat. Okay. Hey, look, I was real good about fixing my problems with Hudson and Ollie. I had to go off on somebody because you can't be that totally adjusted at 16. I mean, I wouldn't even call your conversations with Hudson and Ollie adjusting. <laughs> I would call them moody. <laughs> okay. You so make good progress. Ollie. Everyone, 
everyone gets to school. Um, most of you get there just in time to hear the bell ring, so you don't have much time to talk before you get to class. And you have homeroom first with Loxley. And you all um, run into each other in the hallway as you're going down. And when you get into the door, and you open it, homeroom has just started, and Loxley gestures for you to get go to your seats. And all of you see Ned in his seat with his face looking down. Has not looked up at all of you. Oh, hey, Ned. Hudson says, also still looking very surly. Hey. Doesn't look up. Like, that's your chicken? Yeah. Uh, Ted? Ollie, stop using illusions. How many times do I have to talk to you about this? It's not me this time. Uh, uh, Cecil? I have a chicken. Uh, technically, Hudson. it's Hudson's chicken. Hudson looks up. It's like beaming again, hopefully. Ted? It's a group project. Have to carry it around and not kill it. Like it's an independent study. I mean, I could I could explain further, but I don't want to interrupt you. I cannot keep yes. up with Jell's weird assignments. Um, so that sounds logical. Yeah. I know. Book, 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 book. See some kid in the back of class, um, Lewis, the mouthy one with the greasy brown hair from the first day, just goes, I want a chicken. I want a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the face you just made was the most cute face I think you've ever just, made. <laughs> it was so pouty. <laughs> chicken. Ooh, chicken. <laughs> Does everyone yeah. sit down? Uh, Suri's gonna kind of sidle in and scurry over to her seat, feeling real weird, and close that fit. Ned sits. Ned sits right in front yeah. of you. And you look, you look nice, Suri. Thanks, Ned. It's good to see you. Is it though? It is. Good to see you. It gives you a small, tiny, the, the tiniest little smile. Alright class, now you're all here. Um, I have like an announcement. Um, so we have another new student joining our class today. Um, he should be finishing up with the principal at some point. It was a last minute transfer. So whenever he gets here, we'll and then there's a knock at the door. Alright, that's 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 them. Okay. And goes to the door and a tall student walks in. It's about six feet tall, um, tan skin, uh, gray hair, um, with very, very, very light gray eyes. Is wearing a t-shirt and pretty close fitting jeans. Um, very attractive dude and Loxley goes to the front of class so like introduce yourself 
Hello, I am Silver Timothy. Uh, Silver Timothy? That is what it says on the name sheet, is it not? Uh, it, it is. Yes, I am Silver Timothy. I am here as my first day at school. At Varnum... Pauses. What is the name of this school now? Uh, Varnum Correctional Institute. That. Uh, why don't you go sit in the back behind Hudson? That is great. I would love to sit by my friend Hudson. Wait, you, you like, no? Yes, I do. Walks over. Hello, friends. Hudson. Hudson has his face of just like, awe and like, joy. This is, this is like the coolest thing that's ever fucking happened to him. Completely ignoring the fact that he was miserable a moment ago. He's <laughs> like, Tim! You're here! I am here. This is so cool. We're gonna take classes together. We're gonna be best buddies. I am here. I am all Ted's for this. Here. I wish to be best buddies. Ted's here too. Who is Ted? The chick. The chicken is here. Yes. Is no. the one in the yes. back over there? Oh, so, silver, oh, silver. So, this is silver. this is the same chicken, right? <laughs> right. You. Why is that chicken brown when the other one it was, was white? magic? And no one knows Wait. how that works, but you believe this is the same chicken, right? I do. <laughs> oh, I see. You're asking me yes. to lie. What? Yes, no, it is the same chicken. Um, good. Perfect. This is all very confusing. Nothing. What happened to Ted? And why do you... Oh, you look... Di what is happening? You look great, though. I mean, yeah, but I mean, no. What? I have engaged biological functioning mode. Huh. It's working for you. What? I appreciate that. Is it because you were lonely? See, I have skin and everything. And holds out his hand for Cecil to touch. Cecil does not touch. <laughs> Cecil, Cecil just has gone slightly paler green. Uh, can you all... I get that you like, I guess this is a friend of yours, but can you like settle down? You're disturbing the class. Yeah, yeah stop oh. disturbing the class. No one likes a brown noser, Becky. Stop. Anyway, I am here to attend school with my buddies as the boy buddy. That, that scans. <laughs> Thank you for providing my last name, Hudson. It made it much easier yeah. to blend my name into their databases. Anytime. I'm great with names. <clears throat> we should maybe not talk about that stuff where other people can hear us. Talk about what things? Like you are the destined hero. Okay, uh, and then Cecil just like accidentally on purpose, I'm using air quotes here. Uh, knocks their books onto the desk <laughs> to cover up the noise of that and kind of squeaks and makes a big deal about picking those up. <clears throat> Ollie's just chuckling and like leans back in his seat, puts his feet up on his desk. 
Ollie, put your feet down. No. Ollie, put your feet down now. He puts his feet down. Good boy. What, Ember told me I should be more like positive when people are like doing what I say. Was that wrong? So he just holds up her fingers very close to each other, signaling just a little bit. A little bit. She doesn't say anything though. There's just I don't really like get it, but good job. Ollie. Ollie just squints. Siri gives Discerning him double link. thumbs up. Alright, Silver, make sure to like come up and get your schedule before you leave after homeroom. Yeah. And then you all hear the sound of the intercom coming on. Students, you will all assemble in the auditorium after homeroom. We have something that we must announce to all of you. Thank you, Principal Forsyth. And that's where we'll end our session. This has been Fast Times at D&D High. I'm Persephone, and you can find me at Persephoroth everywhere online. I'm Caro, and you can find me on all the things at Caromer, spelled with a zero. I'm Nuance, and you can follow me at Shatteraven, R-A-V-Y-N, on Twitter, and Books and Lunch on Twitch. Check out Dungeons and Dratini's My Pokemon Homebrew. I'm Ren, and I live on Twitter at Atomic Firebird. I'm also at Make Believe Live on Twitch, where I run indie system one-shots and do a weekly interview show. I'm Elise, several sentient otters, and I am not on the internet. Don't at me. You can find all of us on Twitter at FastTimesDnd. If you want to support us, please visit us at patreon.com slash FastTimesDnd or ko-fi.com FastTimesDnd. That's D, the letter N, D. If you want to know more about the world, the players, or the characters, check us out at FastTimesDnd.com. That's again, D, the letter N, D. Written transcripts of our episodes are provided by Nuance Vivian and Adam Robertson. If you want to help us out, leave us reviews on iTunes and comments on Podbean. Five stars only, key thanks. Fast Times at D&D High is an Arcanacast production, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Our editor is Derek B. Perry. Our theme song was produced by Derek B. Perry and Ashley Abbott. Our background music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and David Feslian, licensed under Creative Commons. Find individual track listings in our show notes. And that's all the things. Still don't at me. Tune in next time to see what our heroes get up to. Bye.